all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hey, this is time for some real talk. Tiempo para una conversación real. Hey, signs and wonders. Signs and wonders and miracles. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Are they in the church today? Are they for the body of Christ today? Have you had a supernatural miracle in your life? Have you seen certain wonders and signs and angels around you? Hmm. Let's talk about that in some real talk. Hi, this is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. How's everybody doing today in this early morning in Chicago, Illinois? Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Buenas noches, buenas tardes, buenos dias to all the ones in my Spanish audience that's listening, whatever time it is in your city, in your state, or in your country. Good morning to you all. Good morning. Hmm. I want to talk about something today here on uh it's a straight out talk. And uh I wanna I'm gonna address this, but uh, before I even address this this a uh, very important topic and controversial topic, because I do get into controversial things, you know, you know, I don't do it purposely, but it becomes controversial when it's a topic that has mixed reviews. So I want to get into this topic, but I'm going to let you know up front, this is not a Bible-based topic with scriptures, scriptures and or verses. I'm going to do an in-depth teaching on connecting the dots, my Bible study podcast for believers, for the Christians, for believers. And I'm going to have scriptures and verses and stories. And it's going to take a little time because I want to be very versed and very, you know, biblically truthful and let the Bible speak for itself when it comes to these subjects. Now, this is not one of my 20 hot topics. Uh, I'm going to get back to the hot topics when I'm going to be talking about uh, something that's also very serious, which has to do with, uh, you know, 
uh, mental illness and anxieties and different things like that and, uh, you know, suicidal thoughts and stuff like that. That's going to be my next topic, uh, and I think I need to touch on that, but that's going to come up and be coming up in the next few days. So be prepared, church, for that topic because you're going to really want to listen in on this important topic. I'm, I'll be dealing with mental, mental illness, anxiety, you know, uh, suicidal thoughts, you know, exaggeration, lying, all that stuff, you know, we, we're going to, it's, it's, it's going to be one package, so that's going to be the next hot topic that's going to be coming up, so stay tuned for that, but this is just a special bulletin that I like to call it, Este o bulletin especial, Espanol. so this is just straight out real talk, I want to do the special bulletin because, uh, no one talked to me about anything like that. This is something that's just been in my heart, and I just need to just talk about signs, wonders, miracles. Are they for the church today? Now you might say, "Well, you know, don't don't I, I don't want to hear a story uh, of what happened to your cousin or certain different things in your life like that." No, that's I'm not here to debate it. I'm just here to talk about it and try to give you a little perspective on a direction, you know, about signs, miracles, and wonders, and what place it mostly, and what time that it mostly took took place in, and why you don't see those things happening the majority of the time today in the church. Now, I know you might heard some stories and stuff like that. Now, I'm not trying to make nobody upset, you know, but I can't help that. I just try to be some real talk and I give my opinion and I let you know what's going on when I'm just saying certain things. But what I what I want to deal with today, what I want to talk about today, because that's what I do. I give out information. I try to inform the misinformed and I try to inform the disinformed, you know, and try to give, you know, as a church and some unbelievers, some the best information that I can, some opinions and some is truth and fact. Now, like I said, if you want to get a deep uh, study on this, you will have to get it. I will let you know. I will send on the link to connecting the dots, and there will be a Bible first uh, scriptural perspective on signs, miracles, and wonders. And, you know, if you want something to say against that, you have to deal with the Bible. You have to deal with God. But let's just get real. Let's just talk about signs and wonders. And I want you to just listen to what I'm saying in these next 15 minutes. Listen to what I'm saying, you know. Do we know what signs and do we know what wonders and do we want, do we know, do we have an idea what miracles are? A lot of us don't. A lot of us don't. The miraculous signs and miracles. As the church, when you read your Bible, a lot of us love the stories. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in uh, some parts of Exodus and some parts of, uh, you know, the teachings of Paul's early teachings. And, you know, the stories of Noah, you know, the parting of the sea and different things like that. We, we read the Bible. We like those stories and we believe them. And the reason I'm mentioning those things because I want to get into I'm going to tell you where I'm going, but I, I want to get into signs and wonders. Another thing I want to ask you, do we understand the term when Paul says we walk by faith 
but not by sight. Let me repeat that. When Apostle Paul said, we walk, who is the we? The body of Christ, the church today, which was back in his time over a couple of the, you know, 1500 or so years ago. Uh, when the body of Christ started, you know, close to a couple of thousand years ago, when the body of Christ started. Uh, when it did start, there were signs and miracles and wonders in the book of Acts, but I'm not, I'm not going to get into that now. I'm going to make around, I'm going to go around and get back to that. But what I want to just try to put a lining and an understanding of signs, miracles, and wonders. Are they happening today? Are they for today? And I, 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 a while ago on connecting the dots, I said I was going to get into that, you know. And I was, I, I ministered a few on, I'm, you know, on that and connecting the dots. And I wanted to get into that because, you know, it's a curiosity. Thinkers, uh, uh, and you know, the you're very curious. You know, church, body of Christ, about signs, wonders, and miracles. Why did they happen so much in the Old Testament? And it's not, they're not happening so much today. Now, you open up your heart, you, you really get, some, get an understanding of why they're happening so much in the Old Testament. Happened so much in the Old Testament, it's not, and it's not happening so much today. Now, I'm talking plainly. I'm not trying to be deep or nothing like that because this is real talk. We need to get an understanding on that. I mean, we. It starts with Israel. It starts with Israel. Israel was a nation that God favored. It was going to use to bring salvation to the Gentiles. Gentiles meaning nations. Gentiles meaning nations. And um, God through Moses used and I'm taking a shortcut here signs, wonders and miracles to prove that their God was God. To prove that he was their king to prove that he was their leader. And he done that through signs, wonders, and miracles. Let's let's go to the burning bush. When Moses went up on that mountain at the burning bush, and he, you know, he wanted to know how would they know that you sent him. And the first sign that God showed them that was going to be towards Israel was the when he told Moses to pick up that rod and the rod turned into a serpent. And he told Moses to look at his hand and one part of his hand became leopard. It, became, it was leprosy, became a, a dull looking white. And he was giving Moses a sign to let him know with these type of signs, you prove, you show Israel proving that God sent you to free them, and the only way they can know that is by these signs and wonders that I'm going to, through the Holy Spirit, use you and Aaron, 
he just said it on a mountain, but Aaron was one of the, uh, he was the speaker for Moses. But I'm going to use you. You're going to be with your brother Aaron because Moses said, How would, what would I tell them? What would I say? And Aaron was used by God as Moses' mouthpiece. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday maybe he was a better orator a better speaker i know many theologians said different things i don't know about that but aaron was moses uh mouthpiece you know you know how some people have a mouthpiece even the politics they have a mouthpiece and he spoke for moses quite a bit and moses done the signs and the wonders and miracles okay but that was us those was the, those was the things that the i am jehovah told them, you know, that uh, was going to be one of the ways to prove that God is their king, that God is their Theophilus, you know, leader, you know, that he was, you know, that he was going to lead them was going to be by signs and wonders. So I just want you to look at that. Like I said, I'm going to do an in-depth scriptural teaching on that because I'm just speaking from my head now, you know, and memorization of that. So, you know, don't don't say, Joe, you don't have no scriptures on that. Oh, I do, but it's going to be taught and connecting the dots. So just I'm going to give you a link when I do get this series going on signs and wonders and miracles. You're going to get the biblical perspective on that. But I just want to talk about that. I want to give you prepared for that teaching for the church. You know, for the church, for the believers, you know, you know, for the body of Christ. And the reason I'm talking about this because and I'm not going to keep this real longer. I want you to get I want you to get prepared and open up your minds because that little bit I told you there, if you are honest with yourself and you if if you really look deep in your heart, you knew you know it was a lot of signs and wonders back in time past. What I mean by time past, I'm talking about starting mostly in Exodus. Okay? There was a lot of things, signs and wonders. Then you go through Exodus, and then you go through the book of Judges. The way God used his different judges in, in wars. He done miraculous signs and wonders through wars. He said, if you obey men, if you do it this way, there was very strange and unusual things he told them to do for victory when it came to wars, when it came to Gideon, when it came to Ophad, when it came to Samson, when it came to, you know, Deborah, when it came to, you know, even Samuel, when it came to those different judges and everything, God used great miraculous signs and wonders through the Holy Spirit. That was the way the Holy Spirit was working then, through Israel. Now, put emphasis on Israel. All this has happened through Israel, the Jews, not the Gentiles. The Gentiles was the one that God was having the Jews bring down. And sometimes God used the Gentiles to bring Israel down where Israel disobeyed. God allowed it and he used the Gentiles to bring Israel down. But when it came to the Jews, he used certain supernatural miracles and wonders. 
You go through the army of Gideons, and you go through a lot of armies of David. Do you know it was because you know when it said uh, when when uh, people were singing one day saying you know Saul killed this ten thousand, you know killed this thousands, but David killed this ten thousand, something like that. But it was more than what Saul killed. And that's why I like to have the Bible around me so I can just get a better, you get a better perspective on that. But anyway, you go, you look through that. And that was a miracle in itself. You know, David's army wiping off all these people. Gideon defeating, you know, these Gentile nations and everything with a smaller army. That was, that was a miracle. It wasn't a sign. It wasn't a miracle. You know, that's why we need to know the difference between signs and wonders. God gave signs through prophets. He used the Holy Spirit to tell what's going to happen in the future. Prophets. God talked through prophets. He gave them certain signs and certain foretelling that was something's going to happen in the future at a certain date, on a certain date. And it always, not listen to what I'm saying, it always fell on that date when God foretold, you know, through a prophet that something was going to happen. It happened, okay? That is a miracle, a true miracle, okay? But who was who was it through? Israel. Israel, okay? If you're honest, you know it was all through Israel, no Gentiles. You only had a few exceptions that certain, certain healings happened, but I'm just talking about signs and miracles now, not so much healings. But signs and wonders. Okay. I'll get into the healings another time. But signs and wonders. Joshua. When God told Joshua. To walk around the building. And the fall of Jericho. And the fall of Jericho. God told him to march around that building. The enemy's building. Seven times. There was a lot of strange things God told him how to do that, what to do, and certain things that were just kind of mind-boggling how God told, you know, some of his followers and, and some of the uh, participants in those miracles what to do. So he told them to walk, march around, march around the walls seven times, and the walls will fall down, and they fell down. That was a miracle and wonder. See, there was a miracle and wonder, but who was it through? Israel. Israel. If you read your Bible, it was through Israel, not the nations, not the Gentile nations. It was through it was through Israel. Okay. The other victories that Gideon had. You read the book of Judges. You read you read the part about Gideon, not the book of Gideon. I think I said that before, but there's no book of Gideon. It's the book of Judges. Judge Gideon is one of the uh, judges, you know, one of the judges. And you, know, you read that through the book of Judges, the story of Gideon and uh, some of the victories that he had, then he, the, the flea stories and stuff like that. There's certain things that God done through Israel. Signs, wonders, Signs and wonders, Israel, okay? Samson, between the two pillars, when he brought down that whole wicked 
stadium. That wasn't a strength of Samson. That wasn't because Samson was so big and muscular and strong. Matter of fact, the Bible didn't talk about the physical uh, aspects of Samson. So many, uh, you know, historians always, and movies always picture Samson as muscular and big. And he might been, might have been, but I don't think so. The reason I'm saying that because God don't use you because you got muscles. Because you'll be saying you've done it yourself. He don't use you because he was big and strong. He don't take that. And I'm not saying Samson wasn't. But Samson could have been a small man. You know, the Bible did not say about his physical part. And that's, that would be more miraculous if Samson was just a regular looking person and a puny or whatever like that. That would make it more of a miracle of using someone that way of the things Samson done. Now, he could he could have a physical, he could have had a physical stature or something like that. Maybe some historians know about that and maybe he did. I don't know, but I'm just saying the Bible in particular did not say Samson was big or strong or muscular. It just says Samson had great strength through the Holy Spirit in a paraphrasing way. My point is when Samson brought down, uh, uh, pulled down those pillows in that wicked stadium of the Philistines, that was not because of the strength and our physical strength or muscle of Samson. That was because that was the power of the Holy Spirit and God brought it down. Listen to what I'm saying, God brought it down. So just put that in your head. What if Samson was just a little small guy or whatever like that? I don't know. The Bible does not say that God did not put emphasis on his physical aspect, you know. Now, sometimes the Bible did when it came to the looks or certain certain people looked and it, it performed. Like you say, uh, David had a ready look or whatever like that. I believe David was handsome. His son was handsome. Absalom and Abnon, they was handsome men and stuff like that. But I'm just saying God did not use Samson because he was so big and muscular and whatever like that. It's just like saying, you know, Samson done those things because he was big and strong and muscular. You know, like some movies, you know, like Victor Mature, which is one of my favorite movies. I still like that for entertainment reasons and stuff like that. Pretty good movie. And, uh, you know, in, in the movies of the day, they have Samson looking big and physical and strong looking, you know. But the Bible does not say that he was built that way. It just says Samson you know, use his strength, and his strength was in his hair. If you got strength in your hair, it doesn't matter how big or how physical or how muscular you are. Muscular you are. The strength is in your hair. It's a supernatural move by God. God don't use you for your looks and your physical appearance. That's also proved. You know, when he was looking for a, when he was looking for not him, but he told Samuel himself to find the one under Jesse that will be the new king of Israel. You know. He didn't look at the outside appearance, and Samuel explained that. That's why he wound up choosing David. But anyway, I'm getting off the subject. Signs and wonders. In other words, Samson's strength was because of the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, that was the strength of Samson, the power of the Holy Spirit, not his physical look or nothing like that. You know, we need to get that right. It was the power of the Holy Spirit, okay? All right. Many miracles. When Moses parted the Red Sea, was that through Moses? No. That was a wonder. That wasn't a sign. That was a wonder. That was a miracle. And that wasn't the only time the sea was departed, even in worth in the days of Elijah. When he, I don't think it was deep as the Sea of Moses, but the you know, waters was departed. 
then you know the days of Elijah and Moses. That's my text message. It has nothing to do with the show. <laughs> That's just my text message coming in. And uh, the season was departed several times in the Old Testament. Miracle. Wonders. But who was it through? Israel. Israel. Okay? A lot of things. All, mostly the, all the signs and wonders and miracles was through Israel. I'm going somewhere with this. was through Israel. If you read your Bible, you would know that it was through Israel. It didn't transfer to the church. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday to those who visit mickey d's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee give this mickey d's brew a second chance the glow up was real try any size iced coffee brewed with 100 arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m and pair it with a savory sausage mcmuffin with egg for 279 prices and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let me say that again. It didn't transfer through the church. We are not, we are not, don't go with that replacement theology. We are not, replacement theology, believe or what have you to believe that we are the Israel of today. Israel has been dealt with. There are no more. We are the new Israel. We are the new Jews, you know, so signs Wonders and miracles is through is is through the church now. That's where that term come from. That's what they mean somewhat of replacement theology. They mean we, the church, replaces Israel. So therefore, the signs and wonders and miracles comes through the church now. That's why you got a lot of uh, fake miracles and different things. That's why so many churches preach signs and wonders because they believe a lot of them believe that they're Israel. Not all, all of them that they believe that we are Israel. The body of Christ is Israel, and that's so far from the truth. That's so far from the truth. So, but let me just go back. Okay, you'll notice a lot of these things happen through Israel. Okay, through Israel. I'm gonna cut it short right here because I'm gonna do. I'm just giving you a preview of what I'm going to be teaching on connecting the dots, and I'm going to uh, prove by the scriptures that a lot of these signs, wonders, and miracles are not happening today. I don't care what the the, the so-called today prophets say and some teachers say or whatever like that. You know, you know. But let me get this straight: God can do anything that He want to. Don't get me wrong. God can do anything. He could perform a miracle and signs and wonders if he want to. But we have to understand Israel seeked after signs because that's what they was told to look for through Moses when God sent him to free them from the captivity of Egypt with the plagues, with the different things that he done. With the blood on the uh, the walls of the houses and, you know, the great exodus and stuff like that. They was used to signs and miracles. 
they was used to that, not other nations. Other nations was bombarded, you know. When they went to other nations, even in the times of Harlot, I mean, Har- uh, what's her name? Uh, 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 what's her name? I forgot. Oh, my mind get blank sometimes. I don't like that, you know. But anyway, they have went to this nation one time, and, you know, through the book of Joshua. And uh, this harlot helped free Joshua and them and stuff like that. And some of the people heard about the reason they helped out Joshua and them because they heard of the miraculous signs and wonders that their God, they said their God, done through them. Who? The Jews, through Israel. So they heard about the certain things that God have done through the Jews, you know. My point is, almost all the signs and wonders and miracles was done through the nation of Israel as a nation in certain in certain prophets and you know and through the judges and through Moses, you know, certain miracles was done. Most all miracles was done through Israel. You know, signs and wonders, okay? All right. It's early and I might be flipping over my words, but it's early and I just had this on my heart. I was listening to this teaching by one of my teachers, uh, Les Feldig, and he was kind of speaking up on it. And I just thought I'd elaborate on that and I need to get back on that because people need to understand, you know, what's going on with these signs. One is a miracle. And that come, God is not moving like that today in the church. And not only in the church, you got the unbelievers believing God. There is no God or couldn't be no God because he is allowing all, he's allowing all these things to happen and whatnot. How come he's not doing these signs and wonders? How come no blah, blah, this and woo, woo, woo? How come he's not doing this? If that was a God, he'd be saving this and doing this. They going back what God done in time past for Israel. See, the church and the unchurched, the church and the unchurched. Let me just talk to the believers. You have believers that doubt God now because he's not miraculously saving them or miraculously, miraculously, miraculously ah, doing signs and wonders today in their lives or in others. And they kind of doubt. Was it real? Did God really do that in time past? There are really ministers and Christians that really doubt now. Some of them are weak in the faith now because God is not doing certain things like he did in time past. Because they don't understand the signs and miracles was for Israel. There was no Bible. Let me say it again. There was no Bible that they can read and tell them what they need to do. See? They didn't have nothing written down then. So the only thing they had was prophets and signs and wonders to move forward. God do not have to use that today because we have the word of God. We have his word. That's why that term, we walk by faith, not by sight. The body of Christ, we walk by faith. We don't need signs and wonders. Israel did in those days. Let me say that again. We walk by faith, not by sight. Meaning Israel walked by sight. They walked by signs and wonders and miracles. We don't need that today because we have the full, complete word of God in our hands of what he wants us to do. We have the past history and we have the, the future and we have, through the Apostle Paul, what the church is supposed to be doing today. 
Therefore, that's why you can read a lot of, probably why a lot of people don't read Apostle Paul's letters, because it's not forward signs, wonders, and miracles. Let me say that again. If you read the 13 epistles of Paul, the sound doctrine of Apostle Paul, you don't hear nothing of signs, wonders, and miracles. Matter of fact, you hear Paul being sick. You hear Epaphroditus being sick. You hear Timothy being sick. They're not being healed. Now, I'm not talking about healing. I'll get into that another time. You know, they're, you know they're, why they're not being healed? Because those things have ceased. I think you find it in the first, first Corinthians, about 13 to 14 chapter. Those signs and miracles have ceased. Why? Because it's transferred over to the Gentiles, and the Gentiles does not seek out the signs. You know, only Israel. Israel, the, the nation of Israel, moved through signs and wonders and miracles. Okay, let me go through the, even further up. Let's go to the four gospel. Let's go with Jesus' earthly miracle. Our ministry. Okay. Now, he does some signs and wonders, but mostly through uh, Jesus' ministry, he done a lot of miraculously, miraculously supernatural healing. And if you read the four Gospels, I'm trying to get through this because of time constraints. And if you read the four Gospels, you know mostly the people he healed were who? Jews. Because it was prophesied through the book of Isaiah, you find a lot of prophecy about the coming Messiah, the coming Yeshua, through the book of Isaiah. And one of the ways they would know that Jesus was their coming king was going to be through what? According to the book of Isaiah, first, signs healing, the healing, uh, you know, the lepers, you know, healing the blind and different things like that is going to be through signs. <clears throat> it's going to be through healings and everything like that. It's going to be through miracles. I was going to say sign and wonders, but we got, I don't want to get confused about that. It was through healings and miracles. Miracle healings. Not through his teachings. Yeah, that was prophesied, but it was mostly, it was talking about how you're going to know that Jesus is your king. Israel is through these healing and miracles and different things that was prophesied through the book of Isaiah. Jesus re-talked re about that prophecy in the book of Luke. Then he stopped in a certain area, but that's another story. Like I said, I'm going to get into a more of an in-depth teaching of signs and wonders or connecting the dots for the Bible students, for the Bible people that want to learn the Bible, you know, the biblical perspective on signs and wonders. I'm getting this out there so I can give you a foretaste about signs and wonders and miracles. Why a lot of these signs and wonders and miracles, or even close to none, is not happening today. Because they was for Israel's program, not the body of Christ. Now, let me get back to the four Gospels. Jesus performed many that is not all counted. The book of John talked about that. You know, they didn't count all the miracles that Jesus did. It'll just fill up the whole book, you know. But what I'm just saying right now, Jesus done many miracles and, and through healing. Many miracles through healing, you know. You go to the book of Mark, the 16 chapters of the book of Mark. It's a fast chapter, but it's mostly dealing with the healings of what Jesus done. Not so much his teaching, but the miraculous healing and miracles that he's done in the book of Mark. You know, Matthew, Luke, and John does not get, they get into some, you know, uh, Luke, 
Luke as well. But Matthew mostly talk about Jesus being his king, so it's dealing mostly with his teachings. And John deals mostly with his him being the son of God, you know, or God, you know, dealing with the book of John. But uh, Mark deals with a lot of his his healings, his healings, his fast, his sixty, boom, 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 bam, Jesus healing, his Jesus done that. So it's about a lot of his healing. Those healing was prophesied in the book of Isaiah and other prophet books, you know, about this was going to be a sign of Israel's king. So when Jesus came to Israel, when Jesus came to Israel, he was doing a lot of healing. A lot of people was cursed and messed up because the prince of the power of the air, Satan, oppressed these people with different ailments and different deformities and stuff like that. Satan had a lot to do with that. So Jesus came to prove that he was their savior, he was their healer, and he was their messiah. He was giving them a preview of what the kingdom of heaven on earth was going to look like. There would not be no sick. There would not be no blind. There would not be no kind of deformity and anything like that. You will have perfect priests. You know, everybody will have perfect bodies and stuff like that. He was just giving them a taste of the kingdom. If they would just accept them, he would have ushered in the kingdom after his death and resurrection. That was already foretold. He had to be an altar. I mean, he had to be a sacrifice, you know. It was set up on a cross. Satan tried to rush it in. He tried to stop it, but he did not know, you know. But uh, Jesus had to be sacrificed anyway. And if they would have believed in him, he would have came back and set up his kingdom then. A perfect kingdom without any sickness, without any blindness, anything like that. He was just giving them a foretaste how the kingdom was going to be. So he was doing a lot of healing and doing a lot of miracles. But who was it through? The Jews. You had an exception now of a few Gentiles that got healed. You had a few exceptions. You know, it's be, but it was also because they believed. It was because they believed. When Jesus was talking to that Canaanite woman about the dogs and stuff like that, she understood the format. She understood that salvation come through the Jews. That salvation come through the Jews. She understand that Jews had was the uh, was the nation that was was mostly through signs and wonders. A lot of the outside Gentile nations came seeking for that. You know, uh, the uh, the Queen of Ethiopia. All of them was seeking because they heard about these miraculous signs and miracles and stuff like that through this this so called small but uh nation called israel they heard about certain signs and miracles and everything and this great god that moves through this nation of israel through signs and wonders many outside nations gentiles heard about that now there was no tv there was nothing like that there was no reporters no reporters there was no planes they heard about word of mouth so a lot of things was happening. They heard about that. That's why I believe today when people say, you know, what about the ones that never heard the word of God? God going to make sure they hear something about his word. He done it back then. People heard about how he was working through Israel, through these far, far different nations, even though they didn't even go to the Gentile nations because it was forbidden until they got themselves together. They got themselves cleaned. Then they would go out to the Gentile nations, our nations, you know, but they heard about it. So God will find a way. He knows a way. I'm not going to say fine. How he can reach everybody on earth with his word. The ingenious people, all these people you think that's hidden off. God knows ways of getting his word out there, you know. I don't know, but he knows. Okay. He done it back then. Well, anyway, let me digress. But people, if you read your Bible honestly, you go back to time past. Now, I when, when I say go back to the uh, Old Testament, remember the Old Testament was being set up in Exodus 15. It was mostly being foretold and uh, the different things that had to do 
Exodus 24. That's Old Testament. You know, through Moses. The law started through Moses. All through that was mostly signs and, you know, strange wonders and miracles through God, you know. Anything before Exodus was <clears throat> the beginnings, you know, through the end of the story of Joseph and stuff like that, you know. <clears throat> was it That was Genesis, you know. Now, there was great signs that God done and uh through prophecy through prophets when he when he uh talked through dreams you know through Joseph and stuff like that you know that was a wonder you know that was a wonder and everything like that I wouldn't say so much of a miracle but that was a prophesy and God foretold him and that certain things is going to happen you know in a strange way you know about the famine and that and then about the prosperity and stuff like that so but who was it through it was through a Jew Israel. Then you have the signs and wonders through the book of Exodus. Then you have the judges. Then you have the prophets. You, all through that you see signs and wonders working through Israel. Not the Gentile nations. Not one Gentile nation. Now when he told Jonah to go and minister, that was a, that's when it, I mean that's what I mean by exceptions. The uh, Ninfa, he told them uh, told them to go Jonah to go minister to a Ninfa, you know. You know, and Jonah was afraid, and Jonah didn't want to do it because Jonah knew that the Israel had no part with the Gentiles. But when God told him to go minister to Nineveh, and you know, and even the ones on the ship had to throw Jonah over the ship because they knew it was a, it was a miraculous God out there. Something was something was strange and different about this Jonah, and they had to get Jonah off that ship, man, because God was raising havoc, and they knew all this stuff happening to their ship. You know, the water's going crazy. They knew it had to be somebody out there was after Jonah. Jonah got thrown over the, uh, over the in the sea. You know, from those people they threw him over. What happened? To great big fish. I believe it was a whale flying up swallowing Jonah. That was a miracle in itself. For Jonah to survive in that, that was a miracle itself. But who was it through? Israel. It was still through Israel. I'm giving you a taste. You uh, Please follow where I'm going with this. Signs, wonders, and miracles was always mostly through Israel. I know I said always and mostly because there's a few exceptions. That's why I say that. <clears throat> but 98% of the time, signs and wonders was Israel. Signs and wonders was Israel. If you read your Bible correctly and you keep it focused on Israel and stop trying to put the church there. We're not replacement Israel. We're not taking over for Israel. No, we're a whole new different program. We are the body of a body of Christ. Okay. So back to the four gospels. Jesus done many miracles and also uh, many miracles done through the 12 apostles through the book of Acts. You read the book of Acts. There was a lot of healing going on. And, you know, there was a lot of strange miracles going on then, you know, through who? The Jews, the 12 apostles, it kind of started tampering off when it got to Paul. And if you notice, if you read through that, it started tampering off. And Acts 9, you know, there were still signs and miracles because Paul had the gift of apostle. And one of the signs of being an apostle besides, you know, following, knowing, knowing Jesus and following Jesus, that's why I don't believe in these false apostles today because they've never been around Jesus. 
They not they don't know that they don't have the power of signs and wonders and miracles. So, but that's another story. So you know, stop calling yourself apostle. And uh, you know, signs and wonders and miracles is is part of the signs of the apostles. So Paul had the special gift of signs and miracles of miracles and healing through the apostle Paul. That was a part of his gift of being an an apostle. But it started tampering off as Israel disobeyed the signs and wonders. Start tampering off because God was going to the Gentiles, and the Gentiles didn't need signs and wonders. They was going a whole new different way. The Gentiles was never under a covenant. The Gentiles was never under a testament. We're not the New Testament church. Israel is New Testament and Old Testament. That's another story. The body of Christ is not in the New Testament. I know some ministers still preach that. Even some grace teachers preach that. But we're not in the New Testament. We're not in No Testament. We are the body of Christ. The Old Testament Jews. The New Testament Jews. Let me say that again. The Old Testament Jews. The New Testament Jews. What's going to come with that period of New Test- Old Testament? Signs and wonders and miracles. When the New Testament is fully fulfilled with the kingdom, the millennium kingdom, and the New Testament comes in for fit fruition and God puts his laws in their heart, not on books and paper. He's going to be in their heart. It's going to be signs, wonders, and miracles and perfect healing then before the setup of the kingdom. Okay? Israel, the body of Christ, it's a whole new different program. That's why we don't know, and I think Les Feldick for uh, you know showing that to me. We that's why we don't know when we're gonna get lifted up. That's why we not we don't know when Jesus is gonna get get us. But Israel know because it was prophesied, it was foretold. Even though it was postponed, it was foretold, you know, what was gonna happen in the kingdom when Jesus is gonna his second his second coming and stuff like that was gonna happen. That's told, that's been foretold, that's been prophesied. But the catching away of the church under the Gentiles, the body of Christ, never been prophesied. Therefore, we don't know because we don't know signs and wonders. We don't have prophets telling us when Jesus is going to come because that gift is that 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 is not for the nation and that's not for the body of Christ today. Okay, all right. I'm gonna stop right there. I just want to give you a foretaste, and I want you to put that in your heart, put it in your head, so you can get it, you can get it in your heart. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Is it for us today? And I want you to come up to 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 that conclusion yourself and be honest with yourself. I already know that it's not, but I want you to not follow me. I want you to read your Bible, church, and be honest with yourself about signs and wonders and miracles. If you read that Bible correctly, study to show thyself approved, rightly divide God's word, connect the dots, you will know that signs and miracles and wonders was through Israel, not the body of Christ. That's why you don't see a lot of signs or none. You might act like it is, but that's because you don't know the difference of a miracle. And I'm not talking about a slow healing in the hospital. Somebody start healing. That's not a miracle. A miracle is pow, instantly, instantly, instantly. You're not seeing no limbs growing no body. You're not seeing people raised from the dead. Now, it's a lot of demonic things going out, out there. Yes. There is a lot of demonic things going out there. There's a lot of false stuff going out there, but it's demonic. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real signs and wonders from God. Satan does signs and lying wonders himself even today. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the demonic cult because they have false miracles. They have illusions and they have certain things that they can do to you. I'm not talking about that. So you need to know the difference between the true signs and wonders and miracles of God and the lying wonders and the so-called miracles of Satan and this evil church that's uh, promoting this stuff. Okay. You need to know the difference.
you need to know the difference of being possessed by a demon and saying certain things moving your people's dead bodies that's not of God. So you need to know the difference. I'm talking about true signs and wonders and miracles. I know a lot of you probably said, well, I never looked at it like that. Yes, there's a lot of demonic stuff going on out there that is real. That is real. But it's not the miraculous moving or sign and wonders of God. God only done it through Israel. Okay? Satan has deceived the church. Lying to the church said that all this is working through the church. It is not. They're illusions and they're lying and they're demonic. Okay? Let me just put it that way. Think about what I just said, church. This is Joseph Browley, a body of Christ. Real talk. Joseph Browley, a body of Christ. Real talk. I love you all. Before I go, I'd like to give the ones that never accepted Christ in their life a chance to come to Christ today by believing in his death, burial, resurrection. That's a super miracle. One of the greatest miracles of all time is your salvation. That's the greatest miracle. That's it. That is for today is your salvation is believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Okay. God bless you all. This is Joseph Rowley, Body of Christ. Real talk. Love you all. Peace out. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.